The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to the Mind Your Own Podcast with Aaron Sorensen and Sasha Durkin. Where we stick to sports, except when we're not. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mind Your Own Podcast. I'm Erin. I'm Sasha. And I'm just going to be honest with you all. <laughs> I think we just need some good news. Yeah. <laughs> I... Sasha had messaged me and said, what do you want to talk about this week? And honestly, I, <laughs> it's been just a very busy uh, start to fall camp for me personally. I know Sasha is very busy as well. And I just kind of had a complete mind blank as far as what do we talk about this week? It just completely just nothing. I just yeah. was brain turned off. It's fine. And I, well, and I was like, the reason I messaged you is like, normally we talk about like, kind of like the night before, but I like, I couldn't think of anything either. <laughs> I said as much in my response back. I'm like, um, here's a couple of things I could talk about. Um, but yeah. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a doozy of a week, you know, both professionally for, I think a lot of people, I, you know, I know for a lot of you, you maybe had been transitioning back into oh, uh, yeah. working in an office and finding out that you will be returning to home. And I want to just say for anyone listening, um, but I, I, this is really for everyone. If you have mothers in your life, um, who are caring for school-aged children, mm -hmm. um, please check on them because as things start to go back to, you know, working from home, um, things like daycares and um, schools changing how they work, the, yeah. the burden is truly falling again once on, on mothers. And we, we talked about this a lot at the early stages of the pandemic, but it's something where now that we're kind of you know what, 17 months into it, it can be easy to sort of forget about people, but just, just make sure that the people in your life, and I, I shouldn't just say mothers, the reports are primarily that the, the burden falls on women, but mm -hmm. you know, just check on the people in your lives. This is, this is not a fun time. We are so close to precedented times that. Yeah. I, I, and then on top of it. So in the last week to just give you all an idea of kind of like where, <laughs> My, my mind has been is, you know, the numbers for COVID, especially with the Delta variant have been, been increasing. It just feels incredibly volatile right now as kids are getting ready to go back to school. And there's school board meetings where people are screaming at each other over masks or no mask. And people are pulling teachers into the middle of this when they should not be the ones mm -hmm. um, having to answer for any decision that a school district makes. But, you know, I just, you have this and you have more and more children being admitted into ICUs because of the Delta variant. It feels very scary, very um, overwhelming. A reminder to please get vaccinated if you mm -hmm. are able. It is the one, look, it is not the only way to beat this pandemic, but it is certainly 
a strong way to help move us forward. So please consider it. I know we've talked about this on this podcast before. Please consider it if you are not already, because I want to give, well, Uh, we gave my stepson the option. We asked him like, you know, how do you feel about getting the vaccine? He's 14. And so we're like, you know, that's your decision. We're not going to force you to get it, but if you would like to, we will make sure that you are able to go and get it. And he said that he did because he wants to play football and he wants to go back to school. I mean, he was in middle school, like um, in seventh grade, when all this happened, he went to middle school for maybe six months of the entire time that he was enrolled in middle school. Otherwise he was at home the majority of that time. And, you know, especially for like, it's just, it's, it it is, I I want to see children living their best lives, being in school, participating in activities and sports. And as Mm -hmm. adults, we have the ability to educate. And I just, we won't spend a lot of time on that because it can easily spiral into a, an episode of feeling very down. Um, But just a reminder that you have that ability to go get a vaccine if you have not yet already. The other alarming news from the last week is a new report came out that basically humanity is in a code red as far as climate change is concerned. Um, The report is just absolutely horrifying. Um, I mean, they're talking, I, I pulled up the, the BBC is who I pulled up and mm-hmm. uh, my computer is yes, overheating, um, but also <laughs> just choosing not to open things at points now. But long story short, the trends are to a point where there's no reversing some of it now. It is yeah. not a, we could maybe change this if we, if we would just roll up our sleeves and get to work. It is like, it's, it cannot be, it cannot go back. We now have to just limit as much of the potential damage as we can. Mm -hmm. That's scary. I mean, it's one of those things where you read these reports and every so often when they come out, I, I spiral for a bit about the future and for children and like, you know, just humanity, generations, humanity, (laughs) And you have to kind of temper that because obviously they do want you to be alarmed when you read these things. They do want you to take away from this, the seriousness of it. Like they're not trying to, they're not trying to paint this with cupcakes and rainbows and glitter. Like that's not their point. They are trying to make the case that this is very bad and you need to care about it. Mm -hmm. I think it's hard because you have to sort of come to, I think you kind of have to come to a point where you're like, what can be done? versus like just feeling helpless but it is really tough when you read these things because it's just like holy moly yeah and we could get in a whole a whole long conversation about how we got here um and all the other stuff but I don't think um on this episode we wanted to do that we Mm -mm. we could save that for another another day but uh I do I I do want oh Oh, yeah sorry I was no. going to say, I just saw the report and that it had come out, but I haven't read it yet. And full disclosure, before we started this podcast, Aaron was like, I would wait till we're done recording um, to check it out because it's pretty jarring. You know, and the thing that I will say when you read these things, I just want to 
provide a little, I just want to provide a little levity to this. 234 scientists who are coming to this from 14,000 different studies are the ones who concluded that, and I'm reading from Yahoo News, concluded that human activity is largely at fault for a rise in average global temperatures of 1.1 degrees Celsius. We have the power to keep that from rising further, but at this point, it, I remember at one point these reports came out and it was like, we could reverse some of these effects. Mm -hmm. It's it's not there any longer. It's we need to keep it under 1.5 degrees Celsius. So I, I can even link this because I thought this was particularly helpful. And, you know, this will lead well into our what we do want to talk about on this podcast. Yes. I thought that this Yahoo News put together basically what are things that you can do? What are things that you can do in your everyday life that can help help this like help? humanity through mm -hmm. climate and through the climate and helping make sure that climate change is cared is doesn't get worse <laughs> than where we're at right now and it's it's really things like eat less meat reduce your food waste adopt clean energy alternatives plant trees um cut down on your flying just because of the emissions weatherizing your home mm -hmm. obviously voting is a big thing voting for um, politicians that are going to work toward fixing this climate crisis. Not all of these, I want to be clear, are completely usable solutions for everyone because a lot of them come from a point of privilege. Not everyone has access to mm -hmm. be able to do some of these things. So I don't want to say this is it. I just appreciated that this was actually some solutions. And I think finding solutions is a way to get out of the doom scrolling and start to um, make things better. So yeah. That's almost like good news, if you yeah. will. Like, well, hey, there's good news. How can I help? And that's what we're going to talk about today. It's just yes. some general good things that have made us happy in the last week. In fact, before we go any further, we want to hear what you have been happy about. What has yes. brought you joy? Um, it, it can be literally anything, as you will see with the stuff that Sasha and I talk about. So please shoot us an email at mindyourownpodcast at hillvarsity.com, or you can tweet at us at Aaron Sorensen at Sasha72, and just let us know what has made you happy. Because honestly, I think we could all use a little bit of happiness, if you will, in our yes, everyday. A um, day brightener. Exactly. So that is what we're going to focus on. I told Sasha I would go first. And I feel like this one is one that is going to make a lot of you happy if it hasn't already. I assume <laughs> that it has. But obviously, the Olympics have come to an end, but not without some really good news. The United States volleyball took home the gold medal. Um, that included three former Huskers mm -hmm. on the team, which is incredibly exciting when you think of just that representation for Nebraska. Yeah. But outside of just Nebraska, these are incredible women. I mean, Jordan Larson specifically, she was the one to help make history on Sunday. She recorded the match point kill against Brazil. Um, this was the United States first gold medal in women's volleyball. They are the number one team in the world. They swept the number two team Brazil. Uh, it was just, I mean, just such an that's, exciting thing. Like, <laughs> right. That's I, so awesome. I'm never more patriotic than in moments like this, because it's like, I, just to see some of our country's best athletes living up to every goal that they set for themselves is just incredibly exciting. Um, they're, they're just, 
I mean, if you have had the opportunity to watch any of these women play either at the collegiate level or at the mm-hmm. professional level, I mean, I love to follow Kelsey Robinson, for example. She mm-hmm. is very active on social media, um, but she's so fun to follow, just her travels, what she's up to. And so to see this like culminate in a gold medal for her was just like for all of these women, but like just knowing like I, I followed you, I, I followed you since your collegiate career. Right. Like it's just so exciting. I I also want to point out that Lauren Stiverens, who is still on the Nebraska volleyball team, but she, she pending her own health will have a very, very long career professionally if she chooses to have one, but she tweeted after the United States won gold. I hope Americans have a greater appreciation for women's volleyball in the United States after the Olympics, taking gold in both beach and indoor is absolutely unreal. If this doesn't show how dominant we are as a sport, then I don't know what will start televising the sport more. You want to say beach volleyball also took gold (laughs) and that had Tyler Hildebrand, who's one of Nebraska's coaches, was a part of the coaching staff for that. So there's just a lot of Nebraska ties, but it's very Mm -hmm. exciting. But yes, Lauren, this tweet at this point has over 12,000 likes, almost 2000 retweets. I was so hyped when I read that. I was like, yes. (laughs) Because Lauren is typically not the type of person who tweets these things, like tweets her thoughts out like this. Like she's very open and honest with what she thinks, but she doesn't typically tweet like this. And so to see this, I was like, yes, because I, and this is, this is the last thing I will say just about this, because I don't, we could spend the whole episode just talking about women's volleyball, but I want to point something out. When she tweeted that, I was like, yes, Lauren, because when we talk about solutions, Mm -hmm. I provided some Nebraska volleyball opens its season Friday, August 27th. This is important because a person had reached out after the, the USA team won gold and was like, I was so into women's volleyball during this Olympics. I really want to get into it now that the Olympics are over. When does NCAA volleyball start? So I had responded and said, Nebraska starts on Friday, August 27th. So a lot of the NCAA teams will be right around there as well. Mm -hmm. But I took this further. Many of the matches for Nebraska specifically will be on BTN or locally on Nebraska public media. I'd expect similar for top programs nationally, but most schools also stream their matches if they're not on television. Mm -hmm. Like I want to be clear. They can't stream if they have it on TV, but those TV stations usually also, or those um, networks typically also give a streaming option as well. But go seek those out. When the viewership grows, when people show up, the coverage will too. But (laughs) there's so many buts here. You'd also don't have to just accept minimal coverage for what it is. You don't have to just go, well, this is, this is just the way it is. I wish BTN would do more. I wish ESPN would do more because if you do not remember this last spring, when the NCAA volleyball tournament, people found out that they were not going to broadcast the first couple of rounds with announcers. And they were basically just going to like slap together streams and just, uh, and yeah. the excuse at the, the time bare was, well, the excuse at the time was, well, this is what we've always done. And people were like, wait, hold up. This is what you've always done. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't make this better. It actually makes it worse. Yeah. So many people reached out and were upset that ESPN decided to reverse course and call the entire NCAA volleyball tournament with announcers and give it the attention it deserved. Mm -hmm. You could have argued that they should have put it on, you know, more of its higher networks. That's fine. But the point was, is change happened because people spoke up. Right. So there's no reason not to show up and invest in women's sports. There's absolutely no reason in a, a single 
thing that you can do is reach out to the networks that cover these things and ask them for more coverage, more Show coverage. Up, watch them be a part of that viewership. I saw a really funny um, tweet and I think TikTok as well, where people were basically waking up in the middle of the night to watch women's sports because they didn't want NBC to like think that only the men's sports were getting viewed because yes. they were in more prime time. It's going to sometimes require you to go out of your way, but the more you go out of your way, the more people see, oh, there's a business here because women's sports yes. are profitable when you provide the coverage they and deserve. Not to like compare it to like men's sports, but I feel, you know, I mean, they've gotten the most coverage for forever and ever, but think of it this way. If you can't like, if it doesn't, is not clicking Nebraska football used to be on pay-per-view not that long ago, but there was such a demand for it that they stopped doing that. If you show up, it's a, a supply and demand thing. I mean, I know at the end of the day, it ends up sounding like a business thing, but really for those networks, it is. So if you show up and you're demanding that you see these things and there's a conglomerate of voices that are saying the same thing, it's going to happen. Yeah, I, 100%. I, I just, there's no reason not to show up. I mean, right. Because the thing is, too, is when you think of like what happened when Nebraska used to be on pay-per-view and now, especially when you think of Nebraska in the Big Ten with the Big Ten Network, mm -hmm. is what it shows is these athletic departments alongside their conferences are capable of making change in departments yep. of viewership. It's not because it's not possible. It's just if people if people don't think people care, they don't go out of their way to make things happen. Exactly. So you have to show up. You have to be vocal and you have to ask for things. So. I am so glad so many people were excited about the United States winning gold. That was a super huge, happy moment in the final days of the Olympics. And I hope that that carries into people showing up because the Olympics are going to roll around in three years, but these sports, these women deserve your time, your attention all the way through until then. Mm -hmm. So go show up. And also if you are somebody just really quick caveat, that's like, Oh, I'm so sad. The Olympics have ended. I'm really sad. Fear not. The Paralympics are happening right now as well. You can keep that patriotism yes. going, show up for the Paralympics because these are athletes who have worked their butts off just as much and just as hard. And they have some incredible um, stories to follow. So again, Paralympics are happening as we speak. Don't, don't get out of your Olympic mood just <laughs> yet because the Olympics are technically still happening. Um, but yeah, that was a really exciting thing for me this week. So yeah, that um, was cool. Way to go. USA volleyball. <laughs> uh, Nebraska is just the absolute elite goat when it comes to creating, uh, creating any kind of athlete when it <laughs> like, goodness, I mean, yeah. for volleyball, goodness, John cook, <laughs> seriously, like just the, well, one. And if you ever talk to him, he's just so damn intelligent and he's like infectious with, his knowledge and his passion for the sport and his teams. Like, yeah, he's a good dude. He is to be around. Well, Sasha, sure. what's, what's exciting and good for you in your life? Well, since we're talking about sports, then I'll parlay it into something totally different. <laughs> I um, love it. We don't, we don't stick to sports here. <laughs> exactly. Mind your um, own damn business. If you don't like it. <laughs> Um, my stepson actually, um, he went through football camp. He decided like it was fairly random that he wanted to play football. Um, so he has started, they actually started practice yesterday. 
So I'm really excited for him to, to get into something. He has said it's pretty difficult, but just, I, I did a report on this when I was um, for my senior project or my final project in college, I had to do like a long form report, research something, but the effects of playing high school sports um, or even middle school, but just the effects positively that it has on your life like way further down the road mm-hmm. in terms of time management, you know, people skills, team building. Um, and I'm, I'm just really excited for him to kind of have, have that experience. I think that he's really going to enjoy it. Um, so I'm really excited for him just to kind of see, to see how he develops it one as a player, cause he hasn't ever played before. Um, mm. <laughs> um, but it'll be, it'll be exciting. I mean, he's fast. Um, yeah. for running. Um, but he's also really, really tall for his age. So I'm just excited to see kind of that evolution of him. One as a person, cause he's already a great kid, but also as an athlete, um, I'm not going to get emotional, but oh. I think it's going to be really good for him. <laughs> I'm it. so excited, um, to see how that goes for him. So that's a feel good. Well, um, when I used to, when I used to work at boys town, I coached um, cheerleading. One of the biggest things, and this is so true, um, sports and activities are so fun found, like they're just so foundational for, Mm -hmm. um, anyone as they're growing up. And it's, it's not to say that everyone has to participate in sports or everyone has to be in show choir or whatever, but just participating in things and finding purpose through activities and things that you get to try your hand at and just try to become a little bit better, a little bit, um, and I'm not talking a little bit better within context of whatever it is just for mm-hmm. you personally. I mean, the one thing that boys sound when there would be punishments for youth that maybe acted up or something happened, mm-hmm. they rarely wanted to take away activities because yeah. activities and athletics were their motivators. It was a thing that like when everything else was not going well, they showed up for that. Mm-hmm. So there were still consequences, of course, right. but I mean, I, we would work through everything to try to keep them involved because again, that's the thing that, you know, provided purpose. They showed mm-hmm. up and they felt like this is where I feel my most complete. And yeah. that's really cool. when you think about the fact that like, there's a lot that can be learned and gained from that, whether you go on to be a professional or it's just something you do for a short period of time, it just, it gives you a sense of community, a sense of purpose. And it, yeah. it allows you to grow in a way that like, I just don't think you get yeah. elsewhere. I think that too, like, especially in anything, if it, like you mentioned show choir or band or, or, you know, if it is sports showing how, what discipline actually looks like, because it's really hard to just like teach discipline, unless you have to be disciplined at something, whether that's learning an instrument or training your voice or learning a, a new position in a sport or just playing a sport in general. And those lessons are invaluable. Like you can't just be like, this is discipline. Like <laughs> you, you have to be shown what discipline is. And I think that that's super important. Just, I mean, everybody in their life, it just, I think any activity helps you become a more rounded individual. And then you get to learn what you actually like. Yes. Like you might not know that how hard of a worker you could be if you don't, you know, participate in some form of activity to, to learn one, what you like, but then also like, oh, I could carry this on and, and maybe it starts a career path of some kind. Like it, it just teaches you so many things. Um, so I'm, I'm just really excited to hopefully 
everything <laughs> keeps moving forward. But uh, yeah, it's it's pretty exciting. Well, I'm excited for him. It'll be fun to it'll be fun to hear updates you can provide. Uh, here's how it's going. I'm excited to go to games too. Like, yes, <laughs> you get to be you get to be like the mom in the stands. Like, just <laughs> right. we'll get you all like hooked up with like what I know nothing about like parenting, like nothing. <laughs> um, but like, sh- like what do what do moms like need? Like oh oh I definitely want a lunchbox a, sh- a water bottle I- yep give me a, give me a cooler with Gatorade in it I need a shirt that's got his name on the back and his yes! number <laughs> I was talking to um, his mom actually and we we're like trying to put together a plan I'm like okay well we could meet here and then we go and we'll sit in this area so it'll be <laughs> that's awesome being a bonus mom is pretty fun. I love it too because he's gonna have such like a good like support system like an extra fan club like yeah love it he may you know he's in that age where like I think they say like what from like 12 to 20 like kids like they like you they can like you but like it's like once they hit like 18 to 20 they start to like want to be your friend um yeah there's like a period where um he will look back on this time and be very appreciative of the fact that like he had a fan club (laughs) I hope so (laughs) he will try not to embarrass him too much (laughs) I mean, I can show up and be very embarrassing. It's fine. Do it. Oh, well, I mean, I, this is not related (laughs) at all, but I mentioned a lunchbox and I just got an email that my lunchbox that I ordered shipped and it's going to be here on Thursday. So I can start actually like taking decent, healthy lunches with me to Lincoln as I have to sit in press conferences and different stuff. That's exciting. I'm very excited. (laughs) Meal prep can be like super fun can be I need to I need to get better with meal prep um actually like I have so many tomatoes that I need to figure mm. out how to like can but also yeah. my neighbors there was this really funny TikTok this is like not a like this is not a part wasn't planned I'm just sharing this drink by the way TikTok was brought up <laughs> TikTok oh yes uh Sky did update his official <laughs> for the record uh drinking game and yes, TikTok will always get brought up. In fact, I was at like anywhere I'm at, I'm always bringing up TikTok now. And I'm going to just keep converting people to the dark side with TikTok. Yeah. But you get you get on it and you get addicted. And one of my favorite yeah. ones recently was this woman who's like, be careful, y'all. It's that time of the year again. And she's basically making a joke that like your neighbors have gardens that are like overproducing. So they're all just like <laughs> waiting for you to come anywhere into the vicinity where they can be like, do you need a zucchini? Right. Um, my neighbor just puts them on my porch now. So I like opened the door yesterday and like, I'm not even kidding. This zucchini is like two feet long. I'm like, oh my I don't gosh. even know what to do with it. <laughs> Shred it and freeze it and make uh, zucchini bread later. I'm, I'm going to have to do or that noodles. You can freeze them and do noodles too. Ooh, I do have, I do have a noodle thing. So maybe I can just like do some spiralizing and I need to get better with like speaking of meal prep, like doing stuff like that. Because then when I'm sad in January, because it's negative 15 Cold degrees outside, I can crappy. go to my freezer and get some zoodles that are from a garden and feel a little bit of there you happiness. Go. There you go. <laughs> we'll have to do, maybe we can like do a bonus little clip or something where we are both spiralizing something at home <laughs> Just having the best <laughs> from time. someone's garden. No, I actually, uh, was out of town over the weekend, um, visiting my mom. I told my grandma that I would drive her to Sioux Falls. Cause that's where I grew up. 
mm. where my mom lives for her birthday. Um, so we went up there. My mom sent me home with a giant bag and an entire bowl of cherry tomatoes, which are half gone already. <laughs> yeah, yum. So I do love a good garden vegetable. Now that's one of your great things from the last yeah. week is this, the ability I, I was following along, um, on Facebook mostly, but yeah, it seems you had a nice trip with your family. Yeah. I hadn't been up in a couple years. Um, it's a pretty quick drive, but my grandma goes up there every year anyway. And she had asked if I, well, I brought up at my birthday party that I would go up there with her for her birthday present. So it's not, too bad of a drive. Although like riding with my grandma is kind of funny because she is, she's a talker (laughs) and, but I was like telling my husband, like, she's kind of like riding with a kid. Like she wants to point out all the signs and stuff like, Oh, there's that town. There's water over there. I'm like, grandma, I can't, I have to look at the road. I can't like, look at what you're looking at, like describe it to me. But it was it was nice to just spend that couple hours with her, just her and I in the car driving up there. And she was bringing up all the because we used to every summer I would come to Omaha. My grandparents would come pick me up or meet in meet halfway, which is Sioux City. Um, And she was like bringing up all the memories of like when they would come up and visit me and like little stuff that I would say, (laughs) like, if you know, grandma, if you just came up earlier, we could go to the park for longer and earlier. (laughs) So that was kind of, that was really nice. And then it's always nice to see my mom. Um, I've, my grandma's actually moving into moving out of the country and into town. So I've seen quite a bit of my mom lately, but it'll be good for her to get into town. I know some of our listeners remember me telling stories of my grandma. She can be, uh, she's pretty funny, (laughs) Um, but it was just nice to one, get out of Omaha for a little bit. Um, Sioux Falls is, has really grown. Um, they have like free outdoor concerts. So, so we went down there and went to the falls, which they need rain there. So, you know, it wasn't as pretty as it usually is, but it was just nice to kind of spend some time with family, um, and just get out and, and laugh. And it was nice. That's can be just like good for your soul. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I will be completely honest, like one of the best things recently has been the ability to see people in person again. Yeah. And I'm getting really sad at the prospect of that changing yep. because um, as somebody who you all know, I've talked about this on this podcast before, I identify as an introvert, but when I, um, when I'm very comfortable in situations around people, like Mm -hmm. I, I really thrive and I live for that. And I don't think I had really realized until like I was at volleyball media days and had some of these like football practices, how much I just missed seeing people in person and feeling like that connection when you Mm -hmm. do get to see people in person. And so I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to think about what potentially, cause I know Alabama and I don't blame anyone at all. Like if this is the pathway that it goes, um, I don't blame a single person for it, but I know Alabama went back to it's like COVID protocols. As far as fall camp is concerned, everything is on zoom. Um, and I, I don't blame Nick Saban for making that decision one bit. I just, it is nice and it's good for the soul to be around people. Yes. Um, so it, it's nice when you can do that. Um, 
a friend of mine from college had a baby shower over the weekend. I was able to go for a little bit and just to see people and just like feel excited and to celebrate them in these moments in their lives. And just like, even like to celebrate mundane moments in their lives when you, there's not much you're doing. It's just, it's very good for the soul, no matter introvert, extrovert, whatever. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully it doesn't get taken away for too long. Um, but Oh, it can be very good to just see people, especially if it's been, you know, a couple of years since you're able to get up there. Yeah. Well, and I, it's just, it's changed so much since, I mean, I've lived in Omaha for 15 years now. So like I was taking my grandma to like the old house that I, the house I grew Mm. up in, which is no longer there, actually, it turned it into a parking lot. (laughs) And then I drove her by like the school that she would always take me to, which wasn't far from that house. And it's just, it was just nice to, that human interaction is super important. And, and when we were in the height of COVID, um, she's older, obviously. So I was like, I, I can't, I don't, I'm not comfortable seeing you because I don't want to be the person that inadvertently without having any idea gives you COVID and something terrible happens. So, um, it's been nice to, to see her, um, and spend some time with her. So that's a positive. That is great. I, I feel like this one doesn't, it's like hard to follow up, like good, like family and great grandmas with this, but (laughs) one that has been particularly good. I know you haven't watched it. I'm not going to give any spoilers, but Ted Lasso has been, um, a really, really great thing. Uh, recently it's in its second season. They're debuting episodes one a week. It's on Apple TV. Um, so the third episode came out this last Friday. Again, I'm not going to give any spoilers. <laughs> the, the thing I will say about Ted Lasso is it sometimes feels like not a lot is happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm talking just generally with the entire series, but it's always so good that it's like, I, I don't feel like sometimes a lot has to happen. But this last episode, I think what was so significant is it was the first time that they really touched on um social justice issues within sports Mm -hmm. and everything in Ted Lasso land is very, um, things are usually very good. Um, Mm -hmm. things that usually end happily kind of, but not always, but usually like things kind of, it, it, it's just hard not to feel good when you're watching it. It's kind of like, this is what it should be like, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it's it's just a very very uplifting, heartwarming show. Um, this last episode was particularly moving. Um, Roy Kent is probably one of the best characters who's ever been created. Uh, I think Sasha, when you do get a chance to watch yeah. Ted Lasso, I feel like you'll really find the character of Roy Kent very funny. He's very <laughs> he's very crass and very like just straightforward, um, yeah. but he's very entertaining. Um, but I would just say Jason Sudeikis has done such a good job with this show and creating a character and Lincoln, Nebraska did get a shout out, um, on hey. the most recent episode for a Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> very, very nice. But they talk about everything from like mental health to, um, just the evolution of friendships and mm-hmm. the way that like, uh, teams work together, um, 
I'm not even doing a good job, but like without wanting to give too much away of the show in general, but it's just so easy to get lost in it. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's kind of one of those shows where you like feel like this is how things should be. Right. It should be, it should be this easy, like in the world of sports, it shouldn't be. I mean, they even do the press conferences where like he's sitting at a press conference, you have the media and they're asking him questions and you have the like really tough media guy. I mean, it's, it's good. It's a good show. And I was also telling Sasha, if she does want to watch Ted Lasso, um, she should also uh, find a way, like if you're going to do it to also watch the morning show, I do yeah. enjoy that. That's not as happy and uplifting as Ted Lasso, but it's still very good. <laughs> but I love shows like that. When you brought that up and I was asking like, what it's like, what's the premise. And now that you say that I can like see, I've seen, um, commercials for it or whatever but then I was like I love shows like that like sports night was my what probably still is like I anytime I bring it up I automatically want to rewatch it because it was so good before it's time it would have done way better like even five years ago but um than it did when it was actually on tv and I didn't watch it when it was actually on tv I saw it after the fact but I love shows like that one show that I was thinking of that makes me, I like am in tears crying laughing is I think you should leave. It's a sketch comedy show. It's on Netflix. Um, Tim Robinson is in it. Oh my goodness. Um, if you only have time to look up one episode and, or you don't have Netflix, which I understand a lot of people don't prefer Netflix. You can find the clips on YouTube, but look up the table sketch Um, and maybe I'm just have a different sense of humor, but I have watched it probably five times and I cry laughing every time because it's so funny. (laughs) I was just saying, I love good TV shows and I, I, it always gets hard once the fall comes to watch enough, but, um, whereas some people get like joy from like reading and things. And I do enjoy Mm -hmm. reading. I just get them from watching shows. I know that's like, some people don't agree with that, but I don't really care. Do what makes you happy. Exactly. Um, well, the last thing I'll end with really quick, and this is not anything serious, but I just have to like toss this out there as a thing that makes me happy is, um, Annie Evans, who is a Nebraska volleyball player. So this week was media days. They got pictures back, all of these things. Uh, she shared a photo of herself standing with a volleyball and the, the, uh, caption is expecting great things this season with a wink face. And she said, swipe for the punchline. And the punchline is her holding the ball like she's pregnant with Nicklin Haynes behind her, like cradling her like there. She's so happy. And I just want to point this out. The comments are great. Like Nebraska volleyball, like responded, like laughing, like with the expecting. Yeah. Normalize women. Like the reason I like this is I was actually honestly surprised that there weren't like people in the comments being like, oh, this is inappropriate or something. I don't know why, but that just was my initial reaction was like, there's going to be like somebody in the comments being like annoying about this. And they weren't. So I don't know if she like deleted it or anything, but I'm guessing people were generally just great. My point with this is, and not because of that, is like (laughs) just normalize women like having like fun, like. In the last like in the last like week, I have had women talk very openly about 
sorry to the men listening. Women have yeah. bodies that do things. I've had women talk very openly and I'm talking like young women talk very openly about their periods, mm-hmm. about things that are happening with their bodies. And so my point with this, when I saw this, I'm like normalized women just talking about like things that happen in their bodies and things that yes. happen in like not making it a big deal. So it, it's a weird connection. I know to a degree, but I saw that and was like happy that the comments were like overall, like really like laughing, getting the joke. Because like, yeah. I feel like sometimes people like almost recoil when women talk about things like pregnancy and periods and all these other things like, oh my God. And so, I don't know, it just made me happy that like, here's this young woman and she can just like have fun and like, who cares? And she can like create a funny photo and just like let people like laugh alongside with her. And I'm sure there's somebody who's like offended by it, but who cares? Like the thing is, is women have very unique bodies that do very unique things. And I'm so impressed by like young women who are just so open about talking about it. So, well, because it's been so taboo for so long, it's like, everybody knows that these things happen because you've taken a health class in your life, but no one wants to talk about it. Like, right. Normalize the crap out of all of it. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like I said, I had a, I don't want to give too much away because it would kind of give away something like I'm not working on. I just am working on a story that required like some discussion about like recovery and different things. And somebody Mm -hmm. just started talking about their, like that time of the month. And I'm like, you know what? Like I would have been so like, Oh, don't talk about it when I was that age. But like, it's just not as like faux pas. And I'm like, sorry to the people who just got so freaked out listening to this. But women's bodies do stuff, do stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Like for real, like if you really want, we can do a bonus episode and like (laughs) deep dive. No, (laughs) No. but they do stuff and they experience things every single month. Honestly, like I will actually take the reins from you this, this episode and I will pimp meathead test kitchen. Take that sky. Take it. (laughs) Put that on your list. (laughs) But we've talked about on the, on Meathead Test Kitchen, like women lift different in the gym because we have hormones that affect shit that happens. Like you might feel like you're weaker, like 10 days before your period, but that's because your body is going through some stuff hormonally and it affects everything. So like, let's just normalize it. There's a positive too. That's a positive. Normalize women's bodies doing stuff it just made me happy this week to like this. It's just so like, I'm always so um, impressed by the generation right behind ours and just how like, and even like the generation coming behind them Mm -hmm. and just how open they are to speak about things and just be very open from everything from their mental health to their physical health to everything else. And there's just like really, there's just really nothing that they like feel completely. I'm sure they feel uncomfortable. It's not like those feelings go away, but like, I just think about how much more like I just think of how much I would have felt like part of a community if like Mm -hmm. when I was growing up and that has like it just was how it was it was just like you don't talk about things and it makes me very happy that young people feel and this is for young men too I hope that young men are talking about their mental health with one another Mm because like when you're able to talk about things that have always been traditionally faux pas if you will and like discuss like hey this thing I'm I'm feeling this way or this thing is going on or whatever like it's it's going to make you a better person in the long run and it's going to mm-hmm. make people feel connected to you and you're going to feel connected to other people and it makes us all feel less alone in this yes. big scary world that apparently is ending because of climate yeah. change and not only that but you might be helping somebody else too 
you have no yes. idea. Like we always say words matter, but like the impact of having those conversations and being open about your truth, maybe helping somebody else accept or be more comfortable with their truth. So exactly. There's another positive. It's just, it's, it's, you know, positivity. It's, it's fun to see people just live their truth, live their yeah. lives and just have a good time and be able to just be goofy and silly and fun and everything else and not have to necessarily worry about haters or detractors. And that's not to say that they won't come. Um, they're certainly there. I mean, I, I feel like every time I even bring up a subject like that, I don't feel is particularly uh, divisive, but clearly other people do. Mm. I, I mean, they're going to people come out of the woodwork, but at the end of the day, you know, we're all just doing our best And, you know, if you're feeling after this last week, a little bit of despair because COVID numbers aren't great. The world is quite literally burning. Mm. Um, Just remember that there's a lot of good and there's still a lot that we can do. And using, using your voice, um, stepping up in the areas where it it makes sense for you personally. um, There's, there's a lot to be happy about. And like I said, we want to hear about it. So like, Email us at mindyourownpodcast at hillvarsity.com. Tweet at us at Aaron Sorensen at Sasha72 and just let us know what's been good. It can be a show you watched, a song that you like. Um, it could be a, a trip that you took, family members that you saw, uh, something that's happening, you know, with your kids. Like, honestly, the options are endless. Just whatever's making you happy, please share it with us because we'd love to hear it. And Sasha said this before we started recording, but if you give us permission to, we'll circle back with some of the the goodness that you all share with us on the next episode, you know, pending that you provide permission. So make sure you let us know it's okay to share. Yes. But yeah, we would, we would love to hear what's making you happy. Cause I think when we talk about the things that make us happy, it makes other people happy. Yes, exactly. Share the good news. Tell me something good. And then after you hear this, go listen to that song. (laughs) <laughs> and go go listen to me in test stuff. kitchen too oh. um no but seriously i mean just do things that make you happy uh try to find some joy as much as you can because yes. the world kind of sucks at times but it's not completely it's not complete shit <laughs> yeah exactly there are good things i always tell people to find the silver lining as hard as that may be sometimes there's always something positive Big or small. I was going to say that we should name this episode. I was going to say it'd be, we can't because um, I don't know how many people want to, I was going to say it's not all shit, um, but I think find the silver lining is probably a better, like a better way to say it. (laughs) Yes. But I also like everything isn't shit because you're saying the same thing, but sometimes it just feels like everything is shit. Exactly. It's not. It can't rain all the time. It can't. I wish it would because it is like 95 degrees. And we need some rain, but not as much rain as we got over the weekend in Nebraska. So also hopefully you all are safe. Your homes are okay because that was bonkers, but we do appreciate you as always. Um, Thank you for, for listening. We hope to hear from you. It makes us happy when we do hear from you and sky who is listening to this with his drinking game. Maybe we'll bring that drinking game up again next week. So you all can hear his official rules that he has. Yes created and put into a notes app and then listen to this on the weekend so you can follow along with the drinking game <laughs> or i mean if you want to on a middle do of, it on a middle wednesday of the week, night. like by all means live your life do like, whatever you need to do 
Well, we appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye. A Huda Media Production.